When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. a brand new season of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am your host Craig Fowler and I am joined for the first free-to-air podcast of the new campaign by Tony Anderson. Hi Craig. And Joel Sked. What up? What up Joel? It's the same same thing you've done since like the day I met you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought just because it says back to the, uh, well not quite the OGs but the the secondary lot of OGs that I would, uh, would, the rebirth OGs. Yes. Test podcast rebirth. Yeah, the, the 2012 rebirth, like Rangers. Sounds like a Resident Evil game. <laughs> I've heard that TV show is shit. I have. Uh, I've not. Well, I was intrigued, and I might check it out. But um, to be fair, you don't know anything. What do you know about horror? I don't. Know, I just. I just. Just. I, just, I read things. Oh, I read things. I saw uh, I, I, the Resident, Evil, Resident Evil, Evil movies are always shit. So I could have imagined the TV program. I've heard it's like really, really popular. Like loads of people have been watching it, but it is shit. Uh, but I did see when I was on a plane back quickly. There was a Guardian article, and they went. They gave it four stars, and I was like, wow. And then everything else it was shit. This is just a person who likes Resident mm. Evil, and obviously we've just got a big pop at the fact that there was fucking zombies there, and things in there. there there is one of the kind of the, the culture guys at the Guardian uh, one of the TV writers I think and uh, he, he he's a massive knob who doesn't like anything so I'm going to guess it's not him <laughs> <laughs> or, it might, or it might be thing. He's uh, Resident Evil's the only thing he likes but you didn't come here for a chat about Resident Evil you came here for a chat about Scottish football and this is the first of three yes three shows we're putting out this week on the free to air feed in which we're going to be previewing the season ahead. So we've got this show that is going to be looking at the Scottish Premiership campaign in terms of the best signings, the worst signings, the biggest misses in terms of departures from each of the top 
uh, the 12 top flight clubs and a player from each team that is on thin ice. The fucking pub chat, that is, eh? It's yeah. pure pub chat. It's what we're all here for. And then we'll be back later in the week with Sean and Telfer for their massive lower league preview. And we'll also sneak in another one before Saturday's games in which I don't have it in front of me. Oh, no, I do actually have it in front of me. Pardon me. In which Rob, Duncan and Andy answer one question for each of the teams in the top flight. Cannot wait to see how long Telfer and Sean's podcast when they're trying to preview 32, 30-odd teams. <laughs> Just, just 30 teams. Just 30, 30. 30. You think I know? But three, I know. three leagues of 10. Three, right, three, three leagues, leagues of 10. 10. Quite easy. It's always 42, though, when you do it because you leave the, the Scottish Premiership involved. Right, let's uh, get on with this. But before we do, we should really give a, a shout out, as we should do every single year, and uh, multiple points during the year, to Neri's toe poker, uh, Laurie Spence, for his continued tireless work every single transfer window to put in every single in and out going into Scottish teams, when the contracts expire, everything like that, because as Tory said before we went on air, otherwise, when it comes to best sidings or worst sidings, we'd just be like, not doing it, don't have the time. Yeah. The, the, this is, within Scottish football, one of the, I'm putting the top three resources that any fan journalist needs, and it's not just gives you the, uh, the ins and outs, for the Premiership, actually gives them their whole squad list as well, mm-hmm, and yeah. when they're contracted to, so you, you don't have to go anywhere else. Hugely it's, beneficial. It's, Huge. it's, 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 it's magic. And what are the other two best resources? <laughs> I don't know, just pluck three out. <laughs> Joel's brain, uh, number two. Uh, Scott Burns to our feed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to know who's signing for who? Craig Anderson, surely. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you want to know when somebody says something wrong? Uh, yeah, Craig Anderson, just because we've got a speed dial to him, basically, at all times. <laughs> right, so let's... best, not most arrogant. Well, uh, do you want to do alphabetical order or reverse alphabetical order? Alphabetical order, eh? We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll start. We'll start mixing it up. Saint, later Saint Johnson and Saint Mirren do not deserve to be top this million. That's true. That's true. Uh, so let's they start with uh, Joel Skeds, Boyhood Heroes, and that's Aberdeen. Oh, here he is. Here he is. So we go for best. Then yeah, best signing. Best signing, because uh, worst. I'm, 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 I'm quite nervous about just the whole list, just in case I have to encounter any of these players this season. <laughs> <laughs> However, best, I am going to go for Liam Scales. I have the same. Yeah, I think he is. He's been brought in and Jim Goodwin has laid down that he's going to be a left-sided centre-back in his best position. I know you have the caveat with the fact that he played Rafe Rover, Sterling Albion, uh, Peterhead and Dumbarton, but oh, he is... Fucked up the rest of the league, that League Cup campaign, so I don't know if yeah. can. <laughs> I know, I... Half the league's went out. <laughs> St. Johnson, St. Mirren and Hibs are all like, eh. It's harder than it looks. You compare it to last season when they largely played David Bates and Declan Gallagher, there was no balance to that defence, yeah, they, they, they had their struggles, there was no balance to that defence. Liam Scales, left-footed, natural, and he is someone who's very, very comfortable in the ball, progresses it really well, aggressive as well, I, from the bits I've seen of him at Cel- uh, when he played for Celtic, was at the Scottish Cup game against Rafe Rovers, he was very assured, very composed, and I think we bring that to Aberdeen, and just think he's, he's just a really safe, reliable defender who's who's very comfortable. Still got a bit of the Rolls Royce about him on the ball. Yeah, and, and I see uh, that you've, uh, don't want to give away your... But yeah. Yeah, but I've just about <laughs> it. Um, but I think he, he, he blends really well with the qualities of Anthony Stewart. Who's been right, so in. is that your shout, Tony? Yeah, I'd like, like, as I said, I'm Anthony Stewart. Just because when I, when I looked into his, his background, I was thinking exactly what you just said, safety. 
Aberdeen last season with uh, Bates and Gallagher. It was, I don't have to worry about my language when I talk about these guys. So I'll just, it was an absolute shit show. I mean, Bates for me was like, Imperious, the worst player in the league. Uh, uh, the, the, the fact that uh, Jim Goodwin has been reluctant to use David Bates in the Premier uh, Sports Cup so far suggests that he also doesn't think uh, David Bates is very good. Uh, which I'm glad to see because I felt like it was getting to the stage where is anyone else watching <laughs> <laughs> David Bates? Because you're like watching every week and he seemed to still turn up and people would like still kind of defend him a bit. And I'm just like, please, can we just get... There's an, a huge body of evidence this guy's showing. And then it's happening again. I woke up and... Switcher after David Bates. What the fuck is happening? Sorry, does, he, does he have the same agent as Ollie Buck? There is. Uh, there were there was periods last season when covering Aberdeen games where there was just an uneasiness around Petodri when he was on the ball. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he kind of just heard it and felt it, and it must have it must have trans, translated onto him. And the fact that Stewart's come in and he's been straight away given the captaincy, and he's played like hundred, like hundred eighty five, maybe nearly two hundred games over the spells with with Wickham. That makes me think that's always like a really, really safe player. So I'm just thinking that the the antithesis of what they had to deal with last season, that Stuart will come in. Because the other signings are much more bombastic left Mm. field and we'll talk about, but you worry about those sign-ins, which when we get in the worst is, some of the Hibs one, everyone try to be too much of a smart cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, uh, just adding skills, I like it for exactly what you say, I think they've now got together a good centre-half partnership, and I think skills whenever he played at Celtic last season, in a position that wasn't necessarily his most comfortable, I think he looked pretty good, so going into his most comfortable position at Aberdeen, alongside somebody that they kind of complement each other very well, I think should work out well for them. Who's our worst signing for Aberdeen? Go back to you again, Joe. There, uh, so there, there's, there's two two candidates that I'm kind of still unsure about. There's a few, a few I'm unsure about, but two stood out was uh, so Jaden Richardson. Just def- defensively, he was a bit all over the place against Rafe Rovers. He is a type of player who is very much suited to being on the front foot uh, as, as a defender. However, I've went for the keeper uh, Kel Roos. Uh, he is very. Good with the ball at his feet. I think he's much more comfortable with the ball on his feet than, than Joe Lewis. Good range of passing. However, he's not been tested too much. And when crosses have come into the box, he has looked suspect, which is not a good quality for a goalkeeper in Scotland. I think we're going to have very similar with another goalkeeper later. And quite a lot of goalkeepers have been have been signed this summer when that comes up. I've went for Majofsky simply just because it's £500,000 and it just <laughs> reeks. It just absolutely reeks. Um, there's there's other ones happens. Aberdeen have sort of like, in terms of, you look at it two ways. Ambition, definitely. Being willing to put their, their hand in their pocket. But like I said, I've got this worry that everyone is trying to be smart cut. And there's already people like saying, oh, what? He's got a great record and stuff, Malofsky, because he's it's got like a one really. goal in five. And I'm like, well, well we can't dress this up. That's... Fine. And like, <laughs> it's not great. It's was, not great. And it's great. half a billion quid. And he was playing in Hungary. So it's not like he was in the like really brilliant league. Or the, the, the and th- for a team that got relegated. Yeah. So. The thing that I found probably most interesting about uh, Miofsky is watch bits of him for uh, the team in, uh, in, uh, in Hungary. Wasn't massively sold on him, but Goodwin has been very. Um, positive about him he's not played down expectation he said well, he's, he's Craig Levine was positive about David Vanacek and look what happened there. yeah but he was like he's a North, uh, North Macedonia international he's got a good pedigree he's come here and we expect him to score goals yeah, so it's like you need to do you need to yeah, put, it, 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 put pressure on him which normally the it's the complete opposite of what done that's a fair point he is, he's definitely showing against Rafe Rowe he's got very good technique good touch and very confident from the penalty spot 
I have Kel or Kelly or however you pronounce it, Ruse as well. Mm. Um, yeah, same as you. I've not, I've not heard what I've liked so far from the Premier Sports Cup games. And I think the best thing about his signing was that he will give Joe Lewis a kick up the backside. And you'll see the best of Joe Lewis again mm. this season when he's eventually made the goalkeeper again in late September. Is he injured? No, no, no. He's not, uh, Kel Roos has been told he's number one. Oh, right, okay. so it's not going to last long, in oh, my opinion. Oh, all right, okay, I get you. Right, uh, do we all have Lewis Ferguson for the biggest departure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, I don't know if I don't know if you've seen it. Fun but... Ojo, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. You but... said Calvin Ramsey to be fair, but it's got to be Ferguson. Yeah, of course. It's... The when Aberdeen announced his departure to Bologna, they they, they put a, a stat saying that he's made 169 appearances for Aberdeen. 168 of 168 of those are stats. Uh, starts. And I'm like, is that is that true? Went up. He's. Uh, he started on the bench once in his, his whole career at Aberdeen. As soon as he came in, he was just... He How just old is he when he came right. in? About 17 or 17, something? Yeah. No, I, mean, was, wow. I thought it was 18, 19. I think it was 16 that season at Aki's. Oh, so I think he was 17 when he first signed for Aberdeen. Yeah, because he done the MacArthur and MacArthur. Yeah. That's when Aki's thought that was just going to be normal and they just keep <laughs> on doing it. No, no, no. No, absolutely not. Right, who is a player on thin ice? Now you could be you could be go for an obvious one here or you could go for a bit something a bit left field. Like David Bates is the obvious shout. I've yes. Got, I've got uh, Right, so we've all got David Bates. We've already talked about I, him. I've got another one, uh, just because I thought... Yeah, go for it. Uh, Marley Watkins. Yeah, I could have thought about him as well. He's he's kind of fallen down the pecking order. He was good last season, but he wasn't... He was inconsistent. Well, not inconsistent in performances. Inconsistent is when he was when he was available. But he's been brought off the bench a few times. And like you look at the Rafe Rovers game, but it wasn't brought off the bench until, until late on, whereas others got more minutes. And I think they want to promote a bit more youth like Ryan Duncan right let's move on to Celtic what do we have for best signing Tony we'll go to you first this time there's no question it's Jota isn't it yeah it's the best he's certainly he's the most talented player in the league I don't think there's any doubt about that and even when you're seeing the pre-season videos where he's getting when he's scooping over their heads and stuff it's like, and that's what I love about Jota is that he can do all that sort of silly stuff and then he can still totally turn it on. Similar to like, Maravchik used to do that at Celtic, where he'd actually do the, the sort of silly exhibition stuff, but then he would just, then he'd just pull it out his feet and then ping it somewhere and it would be absolutely perfect. So, Jota was just a great signing. People hate hearing that, but Jota was a great signing for the league, man. It's like, players like that, they don't come here all the time in it, and it's fucking great when they do. The, I was at the Blackburn game, uh, Celtic Blackburn game, and came away and I wrote that he is primed to be player of the season. He just, he was so good, just like, the, the he was playing on the left, so the right back for Blackburn Rovers did not know where he was going. And he was just, he was just, he was just taking, uh, taking the mickey. But like I said, he, he has skill, uh, that flair, but it goes somewhere. And yeah. you compare him to, I think Ryan Kent's up there on his day, but, I watched Ryan Kent and get really excited about him, but he never puts no, the numbers never, on the board. He never puts it, and he never puts it together for a long period yeah. of time either. Kent, like it's like Kent needs the he needed the glamour of Europa League. We talked about this last year. He needed the glamour of Europa League to really get his juices flowing and and to get him sort of putting it all together where he where he really concentrates when he's put in that final ball because he knows it matters at that point. Whereas Jota, I think, just strikes me as someone. He just wants the ball constantly. Mm. He doesn't care what level he's at. He just wants to fucking take the piss. He, he gets the, the same amount of enthusiasm as skinning insert quality fullback here as Conor Randall. Yeah, there we go. Right, uh, so Joe, did you have fellas in the Scottish people so much that he can't even give us one fullback from nope, Europe's not a clue. I really want to get back in the English Premier League this year, so I've just got some sort of reference for anybody above this level. 
because I really don't anymore. It's actually pathetic. <laughs> Joel, did you have anybody else set for Jota for Messi? So I just, I just moved away from the uh, loan made permanent. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I went, I went uh, Alexandro Bernabe, and the reason why is that I just think he is ideal for Celtic, especially playing in the Scottish Premiership. And you look at what his qualities are. He's really progressive. He's, he's really good on the front foot. And I just look at him and Jota down the left-hand side and just think, Scott Sinclair again, Kieran Tierney. Ah, very nice, very nice. Fucking murdered this season, they really are. Yes. Right, who are we going for worst signing? I went Aaron Mui. Yeah, I've got the same. Just because I can already see that they're Celtic fans. Well, I don't know if I should put my eggs in the Alpha Kaiser basket on uh, on Twitter, but he's obviously, like, uh, he was quite anti-saying, but I get where Celtic fans are coming from. It does feel much like a... Pal signing and he'll be quite good he'll be good but they've not signed the defensive midfielder that they need yep. so he's going to end up being the whipping boy for that even if he's quite good you know like yeah. they, they, he's never going to supersede he's, anyone who's already there he's in his 30s he's come for he's come for China so it's going to be quite a culture shock I know that he's got experience before but it's going to be quite a, a difference it might take him a wee bit to get back up to speed with the, the style of play over here um, and also as well like you said, did they really need him? And is he going to play? Like, because you think like in some of the, a lot of the bigger games, first choice midfield will be McGregor, Riley, and Hitati. David Turnbull will come in for them a lot of the time. Where does he fit? There's plenty of games to go around, and he will probably make an impact. But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's an easy choice because people think that he like well maybe he's taking Rodrick's place. But I think as Turnbull was injured so much last season that Turnbull's actually going to be the one yeah. that takes Rodrick's place. I thought. I just think. Because he knows Postacoglu so so well, yeah, I think it's, it's I think it's, I think it's different different to maybe someone like James Mc, James McCarthy and even before he went to China, he was still playing regular in the Premier League as well, relatively regular in mm-hmm. the Premier League. So I still think he. Uh, I think he, he might be quite good. I don't think he will like be a sh- like. I don't think he'll be like McCarthy where you're like you actually look out of your depth mm. somehow, uh, but. It's just that he'll become the web because they're not going to, especially in the Champions League, they're not going to, it doesn't sound like they're going to sign this defensive midfielder um, that they, people would say, you probably need them for going in that and they'll take a few kicks and I think he'll be the, like, oh, we shouldn't have signed Mui, we should have signed a specialised player for that role and he'll be the one who'll take the kick in for that. Whether he deserves that or not, doesn't really matter. That's just what will happen. I went for Moritz Jens. What do you not like about him? No, this is uh, this is me being uh, really ignorant because I don't know too much about him. But I just think loan signing is not going to be. You look at Carol Starfelt, Cameron Carter, Vickers as the, the the defensive two, and you just think he's going to be a backup. Yeah, to be fair, I did, I did see some Celtic players. I saw some of the the Celtic Twitter kind of guys who know what they're talking about, like boys analytics or, or Celtic by the numbers, kind of throwing a bit of doubt on him and saying like he doesn't. In terms of stacking up to Julian, he doesn't even really do that. Yeah, so. Gonna... Just, 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 he's, he's, he's someone where, where rather than uh, real uh, knowledge of him, it just gives me a feeling that it's not going to be great. Right, so who do we all have Tom Roderick for biggest departure? Yeah. I, I also had near B-Tom. Yeah, reason, I thought it was fair. Reason, I mean, I was kind of fed up with near B-Tom, but he did start to do a job at the base of defensive midfield that, towards the end of last because season. Because they don't have that player, yeah. again, that he'll, he'll end up... He's not going to be a mess, really. I mean, neither's Roderick, though. That's the thing about this one. But Tom Roderick probably won't be a mess because Turnbull's just so ready-made to come in and literally be almost the exact prototype player of of Roderick. But uh, Beaton plugs gaps yeah. um, for them, and, and without having that, that could be an issue. It probably won't be, but we're forced to say something. Player on thin ice. I went for Mickey Johnson. <laughs> get in the box. Whenever you get in the box, do something. Just yeah, do something. he... 
he was he was someone that just he just he just thought it was going to work for him because there was he, he started got started against Rafe Rovers last season and got injured and it was just like a collective just kind of sigh around Celtic Park when he had to be uh, be, be taken off it's like well you are never fit uh-huh. whereas I think he started pre-season really well again I've only really seen the Black uh, Blackburn game and he wasn't overly convincing I just think the the Premier Sports Cup final last year was just him all over oh, he was fucking R- rips, rips his fullback to shreds whenever he gets in the box doesn't know what to do it didn't even know Nay, Penny Nay Cross or anything. Right, can he cross, um, can he shoot? I think James, James Forrest falls in the same He was boat. better. He was definitely better. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's, he's kind of regressed over the last yeah, couple of Yeah, all right, aye. I would say, like, um, a Jetty and McCarthy. Oh, sorry, I, I thought, sorry, uh, Joe, I thought you were talking about, like, early career. No, no, so, so, no so, like sorry. Yeah, just uh, in terms of on, on from that yeah, finish, he falls yeah, into the same yeah, definitely. category. Because, like, a Jetty and McCarthy, I thought they're really easy ones to say, but they, they, they're just not in McCarthy's yeah. contract means they're going nowhere. The ice is surprisingly thick under his feet. They're just, not, they're just not really an issue, but I was thinking Greg Taylor might start ending up getting very little minutes now. Uh, no, they I spent nearly £4 million on a left-back. I just, um, I just think you look at you look at Taylor, Bernabe, Ralston, Yudovanovic. I just think the way Celtic play and the amount of games we play, I think they'll, they'll all get plenty of minutes. minutes they'll yeah. just they'll, they'll they'll come in and out. And because the fullbacks also need to be right at it for that yeah. system to work. So, um, yeah, I think they'll, yeah, I think they'll get, I think they'll get plenty of minutes. Dundee United, who have we got for best signing? I'll, I can start this one because it's my first uh, curveball, and it's because I've got kind of. Doubts about the other signings, uh, so didn't feel strong enough about putting them best. And I kind of thought that you guys would pick one of these as best. So I'm being just a little bit contradictory for the sake of it. Uh, hello, hello, my name is Craig Fowler, um, and so I've gone for the goalkeeper Mark Berigetti. I've got him as worst. Same. <laughs> Dundee United sign good goalkeepers all the time. Like throughout the years, like even when they're not that great, they seem to be great in paradise. So he'll, I'll take, he'll, he'll continue Who's the on. Japanese boy? Was he no shite? He was shite. They also, they also, <laughs> he was they, probably one of the best uh, pedigree, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also signed Can Dennis, Dennis Mehmet. Uh, <laughs> but they did also have guys like uh, Rado Czerniak. Shamatoski. Shamatoski, Segrist. Um, Who was a... And, and Shamatoski wasn't even what, any good what, when he was away from the uh, Steve Dykstra. Yeah, uh, Dusan Pernis. Zaluska. Uh, Zaluska. Yeah, loads of good United goals. He'll be the next one, I'm telling you. Well, I watched some videos of him before we came on here. One of the few players I managed to get a look at him. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I've not. Uh, I've not managed to scout him yet. So uh, was... I'm, 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 I may be unfair, obviously, but I'll, I'll come on to that. Um, this is this is a pure swinging uh, swing in the dark. Uh, they're fun. They're good. There's got, got to be room for that at this point. Otherwise, what's the point? We don't know. Uh, I've went best Stephen Fletcher. Yeah, I, I, not just not because of him. not just because of him, what but he looks, what, what yeah. yeah, what he'll do to his, uh, Tony Watt. Mm. I think. So. I think just he'll give so. It's weird saying this, but you'll give Tony Watt freedom, and in a way, Watt had freedom last uh, last season, but it was freedom, and it was almost just like you do everything, create, <laughs> run after the ball, try and score. You didn't score. Whereas Fletcher will be that kind of that just intelligent target man focal point which will bring Tony Watt close get him better opportunities closer to goal. Absolutely, I think I think Fletcher's going to be a brilliant signer because he's not coming. Late in the game, he's he, he, he's he's not coming when he's barely been playing elsewhere. Pace isn't his game or anything like yeah, and like he's back to goals really good. And that's always what Dundee United need because getting middle to fronts where they struggled and they have done for probably about three years, really. And that just he sort of solves that. And even guys like 
don't know, even Niskisen, who likes to put in a cross, mm. he might be able to make him look better because Fletcher aerially is so good that he could make some... I've seen Fletcher make goals out of pretty shit crosses uh, in my time. Uh, so I just think, uh, yeah, what he's going to unlock on individual players yep. and as a collective, just it was just a ridiculously smart and easy signing to make. Was it already picked up an injury, Stephen Fletcher? He, him and uh, Dillard and Lev, I think, just pick up knots, right, knots okay. but nothing serious. I don't the Levitt one, if he gets injured before the World Cup, collapses that whole transfer. Because the, it's been well thought out, the two-year deal, they'll get money, they buy on, they'll get money if he plays in the World Cup, sell him at the end of the season. My theory is he could be the most disappointing, rather than the worst. I've got uh, I've got worse for Fletcher, just to go punt on a uh, 35-year-old striker coming home, scored three goals last season. Uh, but goals aren't really... I, I know, I know, I know, goal, but still, I, I, like, I have... It's a, it's a lot of parts to work out if you're going to say he's going to unlock like Tony Watt and stuff. I think it's Tony Watt's game isn't exactly running in behind either. Like it's running at players rather those than two, kind of go, going enjoy, beyond the defence. I think those two will enjoy playing together. I they might do. Some of the, I think about what we might come on to later talking about like Boyce and Shankland. Mm. Neither of them are lightning quick either, but I still feel that they'll really, really enjoy yeah. playing each other. And I think it'll be quite similar, especially in Scottish football. Could you? Like, let's not lie There's, we get humpties and people have to p- good players have to play with donkeys frequently and so it must be a fucking great feeling when you go on and you know your partner's going to be like a top player you know like when you go and play fives and suddenly you realise everyone's shit and suddenly you realise someone else is you know he can, somebody can give the ball uh, to yeah, him yeah, he's, he's going to make you look them. good yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Dylan Levitt one as well was a bit concerned about him his worst side of, uh, sorry his best signing because it just kind of it feels like a bit of a, a history as well of like young players who play for like teams like Man United or something and do well on loan and then you sign them permanently and it's like Ah, you're you're not quite as good as we thought. Well, also, I'm kind of, <laughs> ah, also, I'm kind of wondering, like, why didn't they else try to sign him? Also, the t- it was a two year is, is it two year deal he was given? It's like yeah. if you're signing someone for that, you'd be giving them like five but, but five think, years. But I think, yeah, I think it, it think, was like no, but I think that's why other teams didn't go. F- that's my theory. Again, I don't know. Uh, I don't even have any of the links that you even have in Scottish football. But um, I think that other teams maybe saw that he wasn't looking for a big contract in Scottish football he's looking to be ticking over and make sure he makes that Wales squad right? Uh, and then he was only really willing to play, make the two year deal so then the United and thought, he worried maybe if he went to the championship he wouldn't get a game maybe that's my, that's my theory and if he goes to Hibs or Hearts or Aberdeen if they're making an outlay of 300k they'll want the four year deal that goes along with it so I think it's more circumstance. A, a, real, a real bastard from if uh, Jack Ross prefers Craig Sibbald and uh, <laughs> Levitt sits on the bench and misses the Will squad. <laughs> Biggest departure, we've all got Benji Segrist. I, so that's the most obvious. So I, I knew everyone would have uh, Segrist. So I went for Callum Butcher just because... They don't have a defensive midfielder anymore. They don't have a defensive midfielder be good for the refs, though, eh? They have to fucking get back and, in the pocket constantly. And, 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 and they shit for bet builders because it was always it was good. Always Dundee United, right? I just first things first, booking, and then look at everything else. Um, it's good for some of these teammates. Callum Slattery and Cammy Devlin are still in the league. Uh, okay. fine. We'll, we'll keep us sticking over. I like some guarantees in my gambling. A player on the ice. I've got Scott McMahon. Same. Yeah. I've uh, got Ian Harks. Oh, uh, well, I'll say briefly about Scott McMahon. He came in from Aki's last year. Looked very good initially. It looked exactly what Great. I thought as, as somebody that I was a, a fan of Scott McMahon. He really kind of added some drive down that left-hand side. And then, quite quickly, his performances really tailed off and United fans are kind of already had enough of him. I think the big thing for him is what, what should save him is his versatility. And mm. It's the fact that he can play left-back, left-wing-back and left-sided off uh, back, three, back yeah. three as well. So... Yeah, but I kind of went for it. just because there's there's so many young players in that squad that you, you kind of they're on 
thin ice, but just in terms of loan. So, Tony, why have you gone for John Harkes' son? Um, I just think the fans are already a bit antsy about him. I don't think he was anywhere near as good as was sort of put across last season. I think some of the fans know that. I think, again, he benefited, like the club, he sort of benefited from other people not being so good, but them doing okay. And just like Dundee United did, they benefited from everyone else being shy. Uh, their, their biggest loss is actually going to be everyone else not being shy. But, <laughs> same with Ross County. But, uh, I think I think, I think Clarks, he was, uh, uh, because he, he's American, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he was, uh, I think he was a clutch performer. He came up with big moments. Um, and I also think he is I just think he's a solid player that you probably want in your your, your side he's relatively reliable he was trying to work his, over. he was trying to work his angle to leave all summer and then he's eventually signed a one year deal and I read a lot about round the time and on Twitter and stuff and Dundee United fans seemed a bit pissed off they felt like he was, they were all being used mm. as you do um, and then they were like he's not that good I think they felt a bit put out of joint because yeah. it's like, he's not that good a player that they could be used like that so I just think there's something in there that towards the end of the season they'll not like him he'll be trying to angle for a move and he'll just end up on the bench because he's not really putting it in That's <laughs> just looking forward to a midfield two off what Craig Sibbald and Peter Pollock dear lord I just had like I was like seeing like Vietnam flashbacks there kind of <laughs> that was horrible right Hearts best oh here we go <laughs> Be here all fucking oh, night, all fucking <laughs> night Literally Because They're the only team That I've not chosen A worse sign for <laughs> I, can't, I can't pick I can't pick Right I best sign in Lauren Shanklin Yes, I was tempted to put Alan Forrest here, but yeah, Lauren yeah, Shankland. That's, I think that's even two hips. I would say George Grant would be second behind Shankland. I just, him. I think Shankland is. Uh, I, I think he's a cracking, cracking signing. He's got off, off and runner already. He, I think off and runner already, and I, and I love it. You, you put it on Twitter the idea like they don't matter pre-season friendly until something <laughs> yeah. good happens. Then it, now we use language like off and running. I think, <laughs> I think it does matter for a forward to score. No, I, I do agree, especially I do agree. a forward signing for Hearts, where there's uh, especially one where in number nine, where there's great skepticism because yeah. like as soon as they come to Hearts, they'll forget how to score goals and. I think it will surprise a lot of people because there was doubts amongst Hearts fans that. Uh, Shankland terrible goal scoring record for Dundee United so he was playing up front for Mickey Mellon's Dundee United he was, he was about 50 yards ahead simple of the fans don't like contextual no, like simple, that's why stats of uh, not like deep stats but see like just your your black and white stats football fans fucking love them but they hate any sort of context with stats so all the underlying stats they all hate that that's American shite so right. I see those black and white stats passing accuracy is one for that uh, oh look at it such a yeah. great passing accuracy uh, oh he's in a team that keeps the ball at the uh, fucking time that's right he, he's never turned round <laughs> Josh Campbell could get pretty high pass in that because I'm sure. Take it off the centre back, give it back to the centre yeah, back, yeah, yeah. trot on. There you go, 100%. Uh, you, put in, you put in a group chat and you were like, oh, I think he worked really well with Liam Boyce. And then I, I was like, I was kind of disagree because I thought they were quite quite similar. But I know what you mean in terms of just their, smart their intelligence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even though Absolutely. they're quite similar, they'll, they'll still be smart enough to know when one player goes, they'll go and do the other role. Yep. I don't think they'll be on each other's toes or anything like that. And I think they'll, I think they'll love it. I really do think that they two are going to have a great time. I just think Shankland on a team with Barry Mackay, George Grant, and Stephen Kingsley will be. And you, you, uh, add in, again, Forrest, they work so well together at yeah. United, just that productivity. Yeah, and, like, and, and Hearts, like, that was a good point there. Like, the start, just the amount of weapons. Not just about, like, so even if Hearts are only playing well, they've got weapons all around the pitch that can produce something, which I think is really massive in a team. 
Right, worst signing. I have gone for... Rebels. This is, is going to be harsh. Um, I, I do kind of think about Rebels, but I kind of thought Joel was going to go for him. So I went for somebody different. <laughs> Joel's just not doing anyone. <laughs> I was. He was, <laughs> he, was, he was the one I was leaning towards just because I've got concerns about the aerial physical aspect. I've got concerns about where he's going to fit in the team. It looks like Hearts are still going to play with three at the back. And Stephen Kingsley's got that left... Sided left centre back position started, wrapped up. The, uh, Kingston, Kingsley starts the middle of a th- back three against Stoke with Craig Halcott on the right. <laughs> no thanks. That's such a waste of Kingsley as well. Oh, it's it's a Halcott. <laughs> yeah, that's you're, you're you're essentially moving two players off one of their their their, their best seasons for Hearts out of position to fit in a new signing. I think I'll get games like he could play Nielsen's got faith that he could play left back and, mm. and maybe even left wing back as well if needed um, Cochran's back eh? Cochran's back as well. is he going to play a fair bit left wing I think back? he'll be the starter at left wing back uh, to be honest um, yeah, see, that's why you want Kings there because Cochran's like such a boring player <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that exactly. can be fine that can be fine if you've got like Kingsley there he can do it like it, it allows yeah. for him and then they sit in the right places on the pitch and it can work I think he'll get he'll get chances just not that often at least not this season anyway um, and then maybe sell Kingsley for the Ten million uh, at the end of next season. Look, one uh, good season, man. He's incredible where he's end up. I, I've got one, uh, and just because this reminds me, I mean, it could be any player really in the Hearts team, but uh, just kind of reminds me of past pre seasons where it's like, oh, he looks really good, uh, and it's only pre season, and the game's playing. Like, eh. uh, Lewis Nielsen. Lewis Nielsen's looked really strong in pre season. I don't think he was really up to much at Dundee United. I think he's something more for the future, and I can't see him playing too many games for Hearts this season. So it might not end up being a bad signing overall. Just. Not for the guys this campaign. Yeah. So I've push come to shove. I would actually go Grant just because I, I watched Grant and I think he's got a lot going for him. But watched the friendly against Preston. Well, have watched it. He was very slack, and my concern is that Nielsen said he was being brought in to play as one of the kind of number tens, but he's he was played deeper, and my concern. Well, Against Crawley, it was him and Devlin as the number eight, and Devlin was the guy going more than Grant. I would yeah, say. Yeah, so that which is he, he's played that before. He's played but that down. Like Devlin does that quite well. Eh? Yeah, the, the person he doesn't do it. Can't do it he gets there. Right? So he's, he's, he's like Mickey Johnson. <laughs> he's 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 played as a number eight before, a deeper and uh, getting on the ball. But I just think best he, he was at his best when he's played as a number 10 breaking at the box I just don't think because you've got Barney McKay there he's not going to be played in that position all that often do we all have the biggest departure as John Suter yes I put in brackets Sims as well yes. I've done, just because change the, Shank- change the dynamic of the team when he came uh, in yeah, yeah and also because Shanklin I thought I think it's a great signing but it still means that Hearts now it's, the, still it's certainly not a like for like replacement yeah, in terms of now, the type of centre forward they now lack because Sims was so good at stretching the game and yeah. was also massive mm. um, so like Hearts have now lost that ability probably to go in behind yeah, aye, and there's also a bit of aerial ability in terms of flick-ons. Of, so they, 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 there is, well, Shankland, I think it's great. There is a couple of things that have been knocked off, and I think you'll find that the beauty when Sims came in, all the Hearts' problems seemed to dissipate. The yeah. things that, like, games, they suddenly every, they were able to do everything. They became really multifaceted as a team, and they were able to problem-solve within games quite easily, and maybe they won't be able to do that 
quite as much. They'll still be very good and be better than most teams, but those little moments might come and bite hard. Because Nielsen talked about wanting to bring in Shankland and and Sims if possible, and now he's signed Shankland. He's like kind of not talking about bringing in. Maybe the price the price of Shankland seemed to get pushed up, and maybe that meant that any other side it might be. No, we can't do that. And if you want to plug a gap in another place, because Shankland it took a while, which tells me price was an issue. I, that's potentially, but I think also Nielsen might have just uh, been telling a fib and they're still looking for a uh, attacking forward who is summoned, like you said. Even if they don't, they don't have to be uh, a, a, a replacement for Sims, they can be as more of a uh, wide forward, but someone who is uh, quick. able to... Yeah, I think quick, because Barry Mackay is particularly quick. And uh, again, these all these guys Because have... you need... To, with, with Barry Mackay... Barry Mackay Preferably, you'd like someone Barry, running in behind. Barry McQuay. <laughs> Even if it's like a midfielder bursting yeah, yeah. through. That could he's be... through. He just wants does, to play football. Does, does Grant do that? He did when he scored loads of goals for... Uh, County, I think. Just because I'm thinking that that might be the way of... Again, you, you look at another part of your team to bring that. And like you're saying, Barry McKay coming coming off wide, bringing it in. Then one of the midfielders going beyond and come, taking that sort of through ball. Do we reckon for... Player on thin ice. I, I've got Toby Civic here, and that's mm. why I'd still say um, yes. Um, Sims changed the kind of way Hearts played, but in terms of uh, a real kind of drop off and and kind of like for like replacement, it would seem to me at the moment like I, I would imagine Rowles will start Saturday on the bench with Halkett in the centre and Kingsley at left centre back, and I imagine it'd be Toby Civic at right centre back, and he doesn't look comfortable there, and mm. John Suter looked hella comfortable there. Yes, hella. yeah. There's. Uh, it's weird because as soon as he moved in, he moved centrally. It looked a lot more comfortable. Yeah, Whereas you, you you'd imagine it kind of the other way about because you're out there, you get a wee bit more time on the ball. You've got you can you can see the game much better oh, yeah. as a right side. Playing on a right or left side centre back and a three looks fucking great. Yeah, I think on the right side of the centre back with Sibic. I think when he plays in the centre, he knows what the job is and he focuses more on yeah, defender. I think he maybe gets lost. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, I think he gets lost in between the two roles at yeah. right centre-back. How much to kind of attack, how much to play with the ball, how much to try and keep it under pressure, etc, etc. My big thing for me is when I look at him and think, he's a big laddie. Yeah, just like dominate, but he just doesn't seem to have that He's quite aggression. weedy, though. He's quite big, but he's not that... He doesn't look that strong, Civic. Yeah. Might be unfair. I don't know. He looked tall, gangly. Um... He looked, he looked broader when he had dreads, weirdly enough. Mm. Right, um, Hibs. I went, I went, I, I went, I went, <laughs> I, I went GMS and then Brack and then Slash. If Gordon gets injured, then Stuart will be the most the nice guy on, on the planet. <laughs> He'll immediately be like, right, where can we get a goalkeeper? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And people will be running on the pitch to try and save shots for him. Uh, yeah, you could also uh, GMS and Josh Janelli as well. Yeah. G- GMS is the most, fr- if, if he's not on, he's the most frustrating player in the world. So. Yeah, so I didn't want to go for GMS because to me, he's not even on tonight. He is submerged. <laughs> Robbie Nielsen came, Nielsen came out after the Stoke, Stoke game and uh, was, was talking about how excellent he was off the bench. <laughs> but he's you, you talk about him when he's on it. He's not been on it since... Yeah. Maybe when he so scored that hat trick against Hibs for Aberdeen. Yeah, when he, when he played. <laughs> yeah, any, yeah. any time he played against Hibs for Aberdeen. Aberdeen yeah, yeah. But there was, there was a game against the road where. I can't believe he's come at Hearts and nobody will do against Hibs. He's biting his time. Off the bench, second game of the season. There was a, there was a game against a game, against Hibs at Easter Road for Aberdeen where I think it was a crossfield ball. And in one movement, he so he, he ran past it and then like put his foot back and then just flicked it away from Lewis Stevenson and I was just like where is that I've not seen GMS do anything fun he's he's been a boring winger (laughs) Uh, right Hibs alright here we go here we go for best 
There's a lot. There's a lot of options for best and worst here. Um, <laughs> it's really good. They could, uh, they could be on either side. Aye, um, uh, when we done the thing for a view for the terrace for the BBC thing, I put Ellie Yuhan as the best. But I'm now going towards uh, Kribaya, the Croatian left back. I haven't seen him kick a ball. He like, does. Look, he actually does mm. look good. And it's just his pedigree, everything about him, and the fact that. He's going to come in for Doig, who I don't think had the best season last season, especially in an attacking sense at fullback. And obviously, to be fair to him, he moved into left centre back, where some of his weaknesses, like he's defending a back post, stuff, they got shown up a bit. And now he's left for three million, which is good money. I think it's a good deal. Hibbs managed to get there, and this guy coming in, who I think is going to be good, that's going to elevate him because they're like, wow, that, it'll make the club look good, and the fans will be impressed because they're not impressed with a lot. Uh, at Hibs over the last sort of two years so that'll look like brilliant business selling dog for three million bringing in a guy who's basically teetering on the Croatian national team and has been known in Scottish football wanted by Rangers a good player some strong looks suited to Scotland someday a couple of years ago that Dinamo Zagreb liked enough to sign from another team in the Croatian top flight yeah so you, you're thinking and he's look, he looks built for Scottish football when the, I've looked when, what, again I've seen very very little of him but when you signed him and looked into him a bit the he gave me big David Murphy vibes. Mm. Someone who's just like, you know what? He's going to be a good footballer. Uh, He's just going to be, he will take care of the ball very, very well. He might not be a... Uh, he doesn't look really fast. Yeah, he doesn't look really fast. No, he not doesn't yet, look, he doesn't I look just really think really I take... No, I would say, having looked at him, he's, he's mobile without being, you know, yeah. rapid. Um, and then, so he looked really good cross. He looks like he's good in a tackle. Uh, he looks, and also, like, you see him playing all these different weathers. In, in Croatia and I was like that's another thing you won't be ca-. so I just think he'll come here and he'll just hit the ground running and that might not be the same for all these other Bairns that Hibs have signed I, 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 <laughs> I just love the fact that no other Hibs player that you've signed has different weathers they've only experienced of one weather yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, saw, I watched to be fair Lewis Miller's probably only experienced one weather uh, now yeah. he's going to experience four weathers in one day and that's concerning me because it's been really, really nice since he's got to him. So yeah. he's been shit. Yeah, he has. Uh, he's been he's been very disappointing for me so far. Uh, I've got best Ellie Yuhan. Yeah, uh, I love he looks exciting. Even I he just, looks I, really exciting, really electric. Like his movement off the ball, his pace. He's he's a kind of talisman in an attack. Fucking need one. Aye, <laughs> if Hibs are going to finish top six, they're going to need somebody on the field to play. Like not just Johnson and stuff. They're going to need somebody on the field to be like, right, fuck it, let's go. And he looks the most likely candidate. The so the big thing for me was like we talked about. You said I thought you were signing another striker. It was actually a Uruguayan centre back, but. I still think he potentially needs another striker just because Lee Johnson, every time you signed Johan, Tavares... Um, Tavares, then, I think, is only going to be a winger. Oh, yeah, but they, they said, oh, he can play centrally or wide, wide but yeah. with mm. Johan, I think he is going to be a central a striker, and that's where I think I think he's probably best on the left just looking at his qualities, but watching him for St. Gallen, he just... The different type of goals he scored, he scored. He was capable of a screamer. He was capable of just uh, charging through the, uh, the middle to run on the passes. He was dribbling past defenders, strong, quick. I think maybe the, one of the reasons he, he's coming... Something that gets himself involved in the game uh, yeah. as well, which is always you like to see. Yeah, I love that because it's too... Like, people who play on the periphery are, are really annoying. Yeah. Uh, and and yet maybe that's part of the reason that he's coming ahead. Maybe he wants to be a centre-forward mm. and that's maybe the, like that offer coming there in a relatively big league. So, yeah, definitely. Worst. I've got Jar Tavares. I'm worried about, uh, not that I think he's shite, I've only seen little bits and there were bits I liked, bits I didn't like, but uh, Kenna, I worry because he's young and he's going to, I think it looks like he's going to be a pretty much a mainstay in that position. That's a lot, a lot for that guy to take and already Hibs fans don't like Joe Newell very much just now, don't like Jake Doyle-Hayes. 
Hibs probably McGinnis is never going to kick a ball ever again and then and and then maybe maybe Henderson looks like oh mate he looks really good in pre-season mm-hmm. but then I'm just thinking that a lot on a guy's shoulders who's never ever played first team football to come into a big club with big expectations play a lot and maybe have to carry an area of the do, team do you know what do you know why do you know why it won't be him though even if you're right about everything you said is that I've seen him play already he's already better than Josh Campbell oh uh, well, yeah definitely that's he done. So are you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 have, I have seen a ball at Craig Fowler's feet and I say that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, it's a lie. That is a lie. It's, it's very harsh to Josh Campbell. <laughs> okay. I can do what a lot of Josh Campbell does though. Yeah, yeah, you can do the archetype. Pass the ball to me, I'll get it right back to you. And I'll run and you'll try your bloody hard. Ah, yeah, I'll run and I'll run. Like, fuck. It's like, it's like there's a, when Josh Campbell gets a, uh, the ball, there's a force field stopping him from turning. Yeah, that's why I think he doesn't never, never, like, people talk about a head on a swivel. <laughs> It's like his head's in a vice. I've got Tavares. I think I, I watched um I watched a, like a lot of clips of him and looked at like he's for the Portuguese second tier. Uh, his stats for like crossing and stuff were abysmal. And I'm like, what do you do? And he's like, you're not even that great at like beating players. Like it's just seen when he came on against Morton. Like, and you can't cross the ball. He looks more like a link player. Ah, you're like, just ah, you're just gonna do these wee steps and, and, ah, and the, kind of decent. Decent quickness about you, and that's about it. So, it, it, Tavares, I watched the first, started watching the first friendly uh, hips on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was against Burton Albion, or yeah. was, I think it was Burton Albion. And he got nudged off the ball very early on. He looked around to the referee and complained. And I was thinking, you are not going to be able to handle Scottish football. Uh, with Kenna. I think he will. The bigger the stage, the better he'll become. I think. But maybe, be, maybe, think. So maybe that, that that might be it. Because I just worried about the nineteen. I just think there is a lot on his shoulders mm. uh, because he's coming into the area of the team that's probably it's certainly conceived of by fans as the weakest. The Hibs fans hate the centre of the midfield. I don't actually think he played that badly against Morton. I was quite surprised he got taken off at like, half. I, I, I only saw. Um, now, I, I've missed a lot of pre-season. That's why users are talking about because I've been on holiday right when it was in the midst of the pre-season. I've not seen a bit, so I'm going by a lot of what I've read with, with Hibs, but, um, and that's the only bit that I got to saw because I saw Miller playing in that Morton game. Like, he, he just looks... Look good. Apart from that shot that he took that went wide. He kind of, like, he eventually, again, that was another sub I was surprised by in that game because he... He toward, was coming better towards yeah, the end of the half. Yeah, towards the end of the half. He, he never starting, kicked the ball before at the start. Like, a game, and it was kind of similar in the Falkirk, because it was only those two games I watched that in the Falkirk game. And, and in that game, he was really tentative uh, in terms of not the player I saw in Australia at all. So I think with him, it's a lack of confidence. So I'm not going to write him off just yet. But if he can get his kind of, if he can kind of develop and, and taking him off at half time in that game is not going to do much for his confidence in terms of attacking. But, him though, but if he can, if he can get a good game and then it maybe you know builds for there. Aiden McGeady. Oh yeah, aye, it's not good so far. He has just. I thought he looked all right in the morning game. I thought he looked like the main man. He just got the ball constantly. Everyone was, everything was funneling through. It, it definitely was his best game for him so far. But again, I'm not thinking not, this. Up. Not writing. And he, and he put in like that ball in the ninth minute home, that no one went for was like fucking. World I class. just, I just think with. I mean, you, you mentioned there's plenty of players there who are not well liked by Hibs fans. But if the game can have. Hibs continue to struggle. I think there'll be a lot of eyes on him. Just he's a big he's a moody cunt as well. He's, he's a big, not be happy. He's a big personality in Scottish football, and there'll also be the impact of away fans. And then if Lee Johnson goes, I just think a new manager coming in there and think mm, oh, yeah. the easiest one to move on is McGeady, a big personality, <laughs> friend friend of the show. Chris is certain that he'll be at Mariners in the A League very very soon. <laughs> 
Uh, he says that's an absolute stick on. Uh, biggest departure. I went for Harry Clark. Harry Clark. Because yeah. oh, yeah. he solved so many of the issues. The centre half issue that He everyone... was just a good player, Tony. Uh, yeah, he has also just been the new game. He managed to stand out in a shit team, which is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and played out of position. Yeah, uh, left left wing. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah, I was I was really disappointed when he was away. But again, it was one of those. I had a feeling it was just going to happen because they they were willing to do it from Ross County to Hibs, move them within the same league uh, to get them at a slightly better. You know, at Arsenal to try and so it's like they're trying to push their asset. I think that's what yeah, they're, yeah. they don't. They're not really asked about his development. They're bothered about making get him to a level where they can make, make something money, out right. of him. Who did he go to? Stoke. 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 Now that game, if he plays well there, they'll be able to sell him for five million. Uh, Hearts fans were cheesing because that's Harry Clark now uh, 0 for four in games against Hearts. The, that's the one that matters. The Stoke, Stoke friendly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's on the nice? Joe Newman. Fucking hell, man! The fans <laughs> fucking hate Joe Newman. <laughs> they really do. If you have, if you want to nip over your hips.nets or Twitter, man, I can't get your hips.net anymore. It just remembers now. No, just because you go to look when there's terrible results and it No, blocks. like I've been looking like normally and stuff and I just carry, I, I see no link for the forum anymore. Hibs.net main forum. Well, see, I'll try and send you a link, see right. if I get your the, if you um, I've always, It's not fun, Mike, but there's a period when you're doing really well under Jack Ross and there was a lot of uh, bigging up of Joe Newell and I just I mean, never really seen it. Furler, Furler I was, was great. huge. Never I, seen I, still it. Had, I still had him in the top centre midfielders this season, but he has been... Oh, oh, agree. He would recycle against against Morton and against Falkirk. He was garbage. He recycled the ball, but he's he's on the ball so much. Do something. He, he really and he can drive. He can. Like, you see one game in six where you can see like what he could bring. I think that's what really pisses everyone off because like you can see what he's got. He also used to be a wide player as well, so he's got a bit of technical ability. Use it. Just I don't know if he got first, poisoned by I Maloney. I don't know. Just after the first round, uh, round the games, it just certain midfielders within Scottish football just goes. Show him on his right foot. Yeah, show him on his right. He can't do anything. So I, I think, but he's really in terms of the nice. The fans are the knives are well and truly. Out. We've covered it already. You should probably throw out Christian Doidge as well. Yeah, Johnson's comments about his misses was really, really weird. Just, Why just, put that out there? Just, I think you just make him sound like he's the, the, the club's been held hostage. Fight, f- fair, fair enough, say that. Oh, he's, he's settled up here. Richard, think you, you, you don't want to move it yourself, yeah. but it was just the way he said it. Uh, I've gone for Chris Cadden because they brought in Lewis Miller and then they didn't have a left back. I think I think he's fine. To be and uh, Chris Cadden was Chris moved to one of the best back. players. Man. I know, I know. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is you're one of your best players, but now you've you've been trying to find ways of moving moving him around. Oh, like right, his yeah. best he's out of contract at the end of the season, right? It's his, his best positions. Uh, I, I, think, I think I think I think Hibs are the one on thin ice with yeah. the Chris Cadden relationship. I know that's what I'm saying. I think he's I think he's an excellent player, and the fact that he was on the verge of signing a new long term deal and hasn't, which is yeah. big uh, big red flag. Well, like everybody at Hibs, it's uh, every uh, when it comes to the the deal signing, it's uh, well. Um, I want what Chris Miller was on. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on, Hemming, tough one. Uh, yeah, I t- Kelly fans were delighted with the signing, and he was he was undoubtedly the, the best goalkeeper in the championship last season, and uh, does, does look like a very good goalkeeper. However, I will. Um, I would say should maybe couch some of that expectation with the fact that it is a step up. I uh, don't know how he's going to perform in the Premiership. We've seen goalkeepers do very well in the second tier and not be able to do in the top flight. And the fact that he's injured now and it's out till the 
end of August. I mean, he'll probably oh, come and get his... got Gary Woods, didn't he? He'll, he'll, he'll probably, as I was going to come on, he'll probably come and get his job back quite quickly. <laughs> but um, there's just a couple of things there that were red flags for me that I didn't... Um, that I made think, me not pick up. I don't think he can, he can fail when it comes in because last time they were in the top flight, the goalkeepers just weren't, like they didn't exist. Just get out of the way. If they had a half decent goal, they would never have went through the relegation. Joel, who have you got? I have, uh, I don't know anything really much about, I've not seen him, but I've gone for Ryan Ali Bayosu because he has been talked up a lot having put in a cracking performance at the weekend. Apparently his first, Kelly fans are saying it's the best 45 minutes they've seen of like a debutant ever. So I've heard reports. I think that's hyperbole, but... But, heard, heard reports, but that's what preseason is for. Yes. Heard reports that he was by far and away the standout player on the pitch, and he is a successor to Stephen O'Donnell, someone that they've not had a player they've not had in a long time. I just I, I wanted to go against. I didn't want to pick him because I just kind of thought <laughs> it's just one of those ones. Like again, so many times it's like amount of players who are just unbelievable on their debuts. Like the best, maybe the best debut I've ever seen for a Hearts player was Wanjo against St. Johnson. Absolutely ripped up a shred. Had about three good games the rest of that campaign. It's just something other though. Just that's know, just, you're, you're you're old, a bit different, but you're, still, you're, you're, you're nearly we're nearly middle aged now, so this is what we, we've got a lot of experience on these things. So you just always lean on it. I went for, and this is a bit of uh, this is there's certainly ways this could go wrong because it is it is a step up in class for what he's used to playing. But somebody's earned rave reviews in both the both League One and uh, in the Championship and stepping up to the top flight, Kerr McEnroy. I think it'd be a, a good signing for Kelly. Yeah, I, I've, it's I've, none of these I'm really getting that. Uh, there's not a single player here I'm really that excited about, and, unless uh, Ali Busey's rest of his Kelly career goes like his, his debut. I think, yeah, you know, what? I think Alan Power's a really good signing, just because yeah. I think he's just no age. I just, I, I, I think he's his footballing qualities get under uh, underappreciated because of the type of player he is. And he started to find his feet at Simmering after a little bit yeah. of a wonky start. There is a McEnroy as well, 21 years old, so he can develop into somebody that can, I don't know, who knows, maybe even get money for one day if he kind of does what they're, they're hoping he could do. And also he's um, quite versatile as well. In fact, yeah. I'm pretty sure he played at left back at the weekend or the left side of midfield. But that's you're also concerned of McInnes if he's not going to if he's going to play him in the one of those positions rather than his best yeah, position in, in the right. midfield. But yeah, cracking, uh, a cracking. I just didn't prospect. feel strongly on any of these guys. No, no. Uh, worst signing. Oh, Liam Donnelly. Nah, I went for him as well. <laughs> Why? They're, I just they're, I just they're stacked like, in that area I, as I, well. Yeah, I don't understand it. I just I don't. I think he's a tidy footballer. He's who's uh, he dining was, dining out on a three month period for the but, rest of his life. He was excited, but he was played as a defensive midfielder for Motherwell, but he can't defend as a defensive midfielder. I don't think he is a um, a Premiership centre back. And then you're kind of just he's good at penalties. He's dying, as I said, he's dining out on three months, and he's now got a move off back. He was rubbish for Motherwell last season. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, Alan Power's going to be screaming in his face. <laughs> for large periods. The biggest departure. This is tough as this well. This was really difficult. So I went for Chris Park. Same. Uh, Chris Park, I bought it. Stephen McGinn was maybe all right. Last yeah, season, but yeah. He's, not, he's not good enough to make the step up. Yeah. So he's not really a loss. That's my bad. Same with you and Murray as well. Uh, when you say he was that great enough to make the step up. Teams here that no, get to the boring part no, of the no, list. I, I, get I to the boring so. part of the list where people haven't done enough. And uh, player on thin ice, I went for Liam Polworth. <laughs> oh, so I forgot that he was still there, but yes, he would have been. Uh, he would be. He would. He would be one of the options. I went for Dan Armstrong. I just don't think these players are. Just don't think they're the Stokes Premiership calling defender. Chris, yeah, he's who the fuck is he? Chris Stokes, he was captain. There you go, and he was there you go, and he was rubbish. Did they, they watch the championship? No, 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 no. I was in uh, King Anderson's DMs. 
uh, and Graham Thulis uh, DMs for some of this. Uh, because I said when you looked at Kamara ones I was like I didn't. I hate that when teams go I don't watch enough of the championship so I lose my focus on them when they come bounce straight back up but Stokes is meant to be rubbish and yeah the fact that they've signed two centre backs says a lot no. right let's get a Livingston right for best signing I for all of these teams pretty much I I went I kind of w- looked at the forums and looked at what they were seeing against players for Livingston I didn't want to do that I didn't want to shatter any illusions I had because best signing is going to be Ishmael fucking good job sent off after 25 minutes and David Martindale was fucking raging he'll, he'll get it he'll be, Martindale will be the Ishmael whisperer he'll eventually bring out the talent in him I think I think he'll be good because they're not going to need to rely on him Yeah, and I think that's what will make him good so he, he can be a bit of a Left Maverick. field guy, he can be a bit of a wild card and that'll suit him and it'll suit Livingston have room for these guys in their team. I don't even think he'll play. He won't start every week. He'll come off the bench and I think they'll be able to use him in a way where he'll just be able to come on and enjoy himself and if they're struggling, bring that a bit of magic dust so it'll be a good signing. The, the, what the thing I liked about the Goncalves deal was it was a two-year deal rather than a one-year deal. Was it, for one-year deal, we're just like, that's just... That's, he's end up just going to be... He's just wanting the money and that. then fucking around. But no, right? I think... Um, I, I think he'll be... I, I hope he'll be good. He scored a cracking goal in pre-season, not the Premier Sports Cup, but there was a big warning signs when uh, <laughs> he got sent off after 25 minutes for a straight red and Martin Dale was not happy. He'll, he'll, he'll get his way out of that doghouse and he'll get, he'll get back in his good graces with a, a bunch of goals. I have, I've gone for Philip Kinkar. Just, oh, just because, I did not like him at all. Just because the Martin Dale said that he could see him playing as a, just a really versatile player that could fill a few holes. Ah, right, okay. Defensive midfield, yeah, right back, Yeah, I could see him back. a bit more as a defensive midfield because he is dreadful in the air. And that's yeah, not so great I think Scottish Premiership. I think uh, the way Martin Dale was speaking is that he does see him as potentially a, a defensive midfield, but they've they've got options there. So okay, and that that to be fair, I didn't have him as my worst, and that kind of brings me on to what I think the the worst will be. Mm. Unless Tony, you had somebody else for best. No, no, I've gone Calvin. Right, um, worst uh, Scott Bitsendo. I did not like the look of him at all. I think he's. Um, I've just listened to your. Uh, where's that team from? Lears, Kimpenzon, and second tier in Belgium. Belgium. Uh, he was very. He's not. He's not a footballer. He was played at centre back, I think, in one, of the, one of the games, and uh, just going by your scouting report, he's not that good in there. No, he's not that good in there. He's 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 a very clumsy kind of footballer. That seems to be quite a thing that's happening this season is people sign the centre halves that are don't look particularly good in there <laughs> Rebels that are it's Rocky a new Bichuri. era of Scottish Rocky, football uh, Rocky <laughs> Scottish football <laughs> Rocky Bashuri. I mean that's three people named uh, off the top of my head without even seeing them that I've all got not good in the air as how they're advertised not even how I don't, what I discover biggest departure or sorry has anybody else need, said worst uh, worst I'm gone. worried about the. I was a bit worried about. Well, obviously, Jamie Brandon's stupid. Uh, even though I mean, he'll have the Livingston. He's thing. the kind of thing as well. I, was, I, was, I thought about Brandon. But he's the kind of thing that again, so many positions he could fit Three into. Three-year deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'll be on thruppence. Like he'll, yeah. he'll be, he'll be signing universal credit to be signed like, for Livingston. <laughs> he'll be going to food banks. <laughs> I should laugh, but. Hey, hey. Um, Shamal George I was found that a bit weird £100,000 and a goalkeeper with Max Dreyek maybe not the world's best but seems I, good I, yeah I found that strange because I don't know if they're expecting Strike to potentially leave but he was sent off in in, uh, the, in the League Cup and then they, play, they, they signed the Russian goalkeeper everyone sure be fucking talking about it's been sent off I, was, I went away for a week and everyone everyone just lost it 
<laughs> they signed the, I'm sure they signed the Russian goalkeeper he's been playing Ivan uh, Konovalov yeah. and, in January as well so it's that's loads of money for I don't know if he's he, I think he's quite a young goalkeeper and they've given him well, a well, four poor Jamie's got the universal credit <laughs> <laughs> I think they've given him a th- him and Josh Campbell they're on thruppets <laughs> <laughs> they've given him a four year deal so I don't know if he's like long term okay okay <laughs> Jesus um, biggest departure Alan, Alan Forrest, Forrest. Yeah. Uh, no, the, th- the last six months Alan Forrest before that they were happy to punt up to St Johnston yeah that's true and player on thin ice I went for Tom Parks yeah same because he was in a, still there yeah uh, I forgot he was still there they brought in a couple of centre halves and the fact that they're playing bits of Nudo or, uh, in centre back ahead of him yeah he didn't look good either Tom Parks which was no a, no a, he did not a big thing Christian Montano Ah, uh, yeah, leave his other shout. He's fucking garbage, and he's got such a cool name. <laughs> the, <laughs> you always expect him to be good, but he well, might still come good just by that uh, name alone. Uh, the, the thing I liked about it, someone I think used uh, Y Scout to do. So I put up a profile of uh, Red Van Yomas, a new Rangers signing, and they they compared him to what he's what he's like, uh, kind of similar players in the UK. And then there was like there was like really good players in the Premier League, and then there's Alex Cochran and uh, Christian Montano. <laughs> Like, is that the person you want to be spending four million pound on? <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, they re- these guys really have the possibility to be the, the, the top flights banter club this year. Motherwell. There's a few fucking clubs that can go for that. I know, yeah, right. but I, I do kind of. They would be probably fourth or fifth on my list of uh, potential banter clubs. Um, if you bear with me one second, I'll just tell you what Graham said to me that message from. There's a quote. Um, I was like, uh, play off the nice, but I've got that. But everything is shit, frankly. Hate them, hate them all. Hate the team, indifferent to most of the players. Can't abide Alexander. Don't like the kits. Fur Park is weird because everything has moved a bit. New signing is so bad you can't even get excited about that. Just fucking annoying as a club. <laughs> See? <laughs> Bad <Banner> club. <laughs> I, I no, but he, he said it won't be because it'll be better. He's just saying it's going to be fucking beige. It'll be better for everybody else. Uh, <laughs> you see, when I see fans of other clubs react like that, uh, it, it, it just gives me the jolly. <laughs> it makes me absolutely <laughs> great. But that was me. You're miserable, are you? That oh. was us for five years. Yeah. Uh. Right, uh, best signing. Unfortunately, I... it's going to be Paul McGinn. <laughs> it's Paul McGinn. <laughs> it's the most bland thing. Like, I think if, you, if you're supplementing yep. your squad, you're chuffed to Paul McGinn. If that's your main man coming in, not great. He can do a job at right wing back for a couple of games. He'll be good at right centre back and he'll be right good back. at right back. He Seven just, out of ten. He's just a very good signing that I think every team in the Premiership needs. Someone who can fill in a lot of positions competently and is a good professional, good around the, good around the club, good player. But yeah, you, you want someone sexy. You don't want that to be your best signing. That's it. You want that to suck. Well, they've only, they're oh, still, I could. Don't be going they've still only made three signings, incredibly. Um, so who do we think is the worst of the other two that they signed? Morris. I, yeah, I've gone for Morris as well. I've actually gone for Blair Spittle. I would be happy with that. But because I really... Top I really, midfielder. I really liked uh, watching Blair Spittle last season for Ross County. Uh, good. And it's just one of those where I think, you should have stayed at Ross County. Uh, he's going to yeah, go yeah, to Mullywell and he's just not going to have the, the same impact. If, That's if my, you've got a manager getting you do, playing well and you're in a good, and you've been sort of like, had a pretty topsy-turvy career like yeah. Blair Spittle, that sometimes standing still and, and enjoying that where, you're, where you seem settled but players just always fucking move eh? it's just the way it's Morris just because he looked so one-footed it was ridiculous yes. and he, that's he, like, he doesn't use his right he foot he was cutting back on himself rather than like 
Like, I understand people will have a stronger foot, but they're just ridiculous. He's like, also, his, his best attribute is his pace, and he is now in his, is he 32 now? 31, 32? And I'm not, a, he's, he's, his hairline's a big red flag as for a footballer. And that's why I couldn't be. A, oh, sorry, he's only, be a he's only, that's why I could be a footballer. He's only thirty, but he will turn thirty-one um, in in September. And his pace is biggest attribute. He also he does have a good delivery, but he's not very good at running with the ball. So and yeah, the the, the, the one foot factor, and also the fact that he used to be a really kind of good goal scoring midfielder, and that's really what Motherwell need. And in the last two years, he scored five combined. But a terrible hairline. Well, I mean, I was thinking about this yes earlier today. It's like we've been doing this since we were about what twenty three or something. Just like how everyone's changed here. I'm, I'm huge, bald. Joel's losing his hairline, and if you have a drink, you've got anxiety for a week. <laughs> <laughs> got like the biggest sort of like we are middle aged men, <laughs> and we were such young whippersnappers when we first started. Um, departure. I, this is hard because I didn't really get rid of anyway. I thought we said Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went for, even though I didn't think he was that decent. I mean, you could say Marco Hara because he could have filled in a few positions, but I went for Kane Woolery. Yeah, yeah by de- honestly, by default. Because I don't think they've replaced him so far. He's quick. No. Yeah. And he can stretch a team. He, he did, could, he he could make you go, hmm. He did really well against Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah he could yeah, be yeah, a pretty against Rangers points. at Ibrox. Yeah. And that's fun. They're memorable. And if you've got no one that's memorable left, then that one memorable guy. And Play- they didn't they had anyone memorable either? <laughs> Player on the ice, Kevin Van Veen. That's a that's a bold one. I went. For, yeah, I still think they need a striker. That's why I'm, I'm Graham Phillips was telling me that. But we spoke about me and Graham spoke about Kevin Van Veen in the back channels regularly because I love Kevin Van Veen. Uh, but he's saying the one game in six when he's that good, the mother of fans are getting angrier and angrier and angrier about it. And he's in there. He's he in is there. the he type of player that uh, fans from other clubs like. Oh, he'd be a I great sign. He'd be a great sign for us. Then you sign him like, uh oh, uh, that yeah, that's he was that's just that game against us. Uh, I've went for Stephen O'Donnell. Yeah, that's a that's a shout that I really considered as well, especially after the signing of Paul McGinn. Paul McGinn yeah, I went for Joe Effort because he's 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 worse than either of the two players you mentioned. <laughs> he's boring as well. He's quick. A handful. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's quick. He's not very good. Is he not, is he not a Yank? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. Rangers. Right. The. I might have to change my best one, uh, having heard the news that uh, Alfredo Morelos is apparently close to signing a new contract, because I had uh, Antonio Kolak, but now I don't think he's going to play. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, all fair, uh, yeah, John Suter and this Kolak are looking at each other, pissed off, if, if basically the two of the spine of the team they thought they were going to be replacing are now both going to play, and Morelos plays every fucking both game. Both play, but never they're fit, both uh, play all the time. Every time, so uh, unlucky, you made the wrong move. Antonio Kolak and John Suter getting... 60 minutes against Elgin in the Scottish Cup. Uh, not what they signed for. Uh, my best, I've kind of to and fro. I could, he could easily be the best or the worst, but I've got to go for best as Rabi Matondo. The reason is because, well, he was shit hot with Man City when he was younger and Schalke spent a lot of money on him. So there's, there's, there's talent there, but I just think he's a different profile to anyone else in that Rangers side. That's that's why I think he'll add. He'll just add. Is he going to fare fine despite the fact his best attribute is pace and he's going to play for a team that had going to go against a lot of defences playing the low block he looked like he can dribble a bit yeah I think he's, he's, he's I think he's a he's a good dribbler he's confident he's quicker than someone like Jordan uh, Jordan Jones who you think he 
struggled up against just that that pressure. But I think Matondo is on a, a much different uh, higher higher level, so, and I think he'll be a very useful play, uh, player on European stage as well. Someone who can help them counter attack even better. He was good. Uh, I watched um in. Malone's pub before Scotland played uh, Ukraine because Wales were playing. Oh yes, Wales are playing someone in a in a friendly, and obviously they they were resting Bale and all that ready for whoever won that game. And that was the first time I'd, he'd come into my consciousness. He looked to laugh. He looked fun. He was doing the whole running up blind alleys and stuff. Yeah, well, he would do that um, some of the times. So one of those Ad Matondo was worse because I thought he'll get frustrated. People get frustrated, but maybe in a year's time, everyone will love him. So it, it, it's hard to Rangers because most of them you expect them to be quite good. I really don't know who to pick here. Like I'm really struggling mm. because we, you know, ben, but a lot of them could easily be either. You could either yeah. have them as your best or worst. Ben Ben Davies kind of almost seems it by default to me, but at the same time, I'm like, is somebody that Celtic nearly signed a couple of, for? For him to be good, basically, I kind of feel like Rangers have to win the title. <laughs> like Rangers have to win the title with a centre-back who Celtic nearly signed a couple of years ago. Because I, re- I really, at this at this stage of the, the kind of, the dynamic of both clubs, and it has been really for the most, with the exception of one season, for most of the last decade or so, is that it seems a more likely kind of banter scenario that Ben Davies is rubbish mm. and Celtic missed out on signing him mm. and then Rangers spent four million on him and anyways but that's but it does in terms of the, the team building it makes perfect sense he's going to come in and likely be the left sided centre back yeah. this is tough for Rangers and Celtic because neither of them have improved on last season like Celtic have spent a lot of money getting the players that they had on loan last season because they were two of their, their most important players and Rangers are replacing sort of some of their biggest names mm. like what Bassi who Bassi was like surpassed anything when anyone could have thought especially the second half of the season and then Aribo and stuff so I just feel like they've both they've been and then like Adam Mui going into Celtic I feel like these teams are, have stood still and I I'm not blaming them because they're at the peak of what yeah. they've been for yeah. like I think you'd argue that they are, they've got a better depth like quality mm. and depth mm. they're their squads but their squad 11s bit, are yeah, their 11s similar are, yeah, very, very similar to last and that's season. what again that's what I credit, just because I think Rangers and Celtic have almost peaked in the last yeah. couple of years in terms of how good they can be right now and it was going to be really hard for Rangers to improve on Europa League finalists and Celtic to improve on sort of like what the work that Ange Postecoglou done in the transfer market last summer and that, I think Celtic did a lot of their work for in, this gate in January yeah, yeah. yeah so I think you could make an argument for signed today, Ridvan Yilmaz. He's a Turkish international, very highly rated. Eintracht Frankfurt nearly signed him this summer. He was on Barcelona. I mean, Barcelona shortlist is just every player in European football, it seems. And <laughs> he is highly thought of by the a lot of Rangers fans who look at that side of things. Young left-back as well. Young like left-back cool as well, yeah. Yeah, I think Neil Mads certainly signed the town of pedigree. Like, he certainly, and then Barisic was obviously Aye, Barisic up and was, down all yeah, over the place. Last season. So. I, I seen him... Uh, friend of the show Adam Thornton compared him to a left-sided James Tavernier so I can see maybe someone's get a very carried away because we know how he feels about James Tavernier yeah. alright yeah let's go for him then uh, <laughs> who's, who's going to be worst I, I put Matondo just I already said I've gone for uh, Malik Tillman just because I'm getting major Ahmad Diallo vibes off of this because he's a big player coming from a yeah. big club yeah. he, he looks like a good footballer that's I would, I would, I would say that and also as well like a uh, a replacement for Joe Rebo kind of yeah. thing but doesn't keep the ball as well from opponents that's going to be tough in Scottish football 
You don't get much time in the ball anyway. Not as versatile, I don't Not think. Not versatile, either. and it's a big, it's big shoes to fill. I have gone for Antonio Kolak because no matter how many, no matter how many strikers, he will be coming off the bench quite a lot because Kamaru will just be what he usually is, injured for the entire season. No matter how many strikers, roof to the door. Sorry, I, 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 to be fair, I kind of uh, skip ahead a bit, but I, I really, in fact, I'm just going to say, I think Kamaru you could actually go with maybe it slightly on the nice. Yeah, because he, just, he, he needs to stay yeah. fit. I've got Ruth yeah. and Barisic. So he'll be on a lot of money as well. So, but I think if they, they if they're able to move on Ruth, it would allow them to bring in another forward option. Yeah, and play a, across the front. Yeah, there, there's been talk off Sheffield Wednesday and Sunderland maybe, but then Rangers have played down the fact that they might leave. But who knows? But Kolak, any no matter what striker Rangers sign. As long as you've got Alfredo Morelos, then it's... Kolak it's, it's will score goals, though. Like, he will. Like, he looked like an archetype striker who played Maybe in between a the posts. Kind of like yeah. Giacomacchus. Yeah. Buddy, I think. But just but, smart. I think Rangers yeah. should have full-on oh, number yeah, yeah. nines who play in between the posts yeah. for playing, playing the league because yeah. like, they've got the, the, the room to, to have guys who can thing just is, though, I think that Morelos can play up front with someone like him Aye. because you look at uh, the work Morelos does outside the box he's very like intelligent yeah. Yeah. we've not really seen him play I mean him and Roof had a little good period yeah. when Roof was and Roof, Gary I know Roof played it on wide enough three but really it was the most he was coming in very central it was more like a like a two and Morelos did, they, they, they both looked to enjoy that mm. and we never really got to see it again Biggest departure, Joy Calvin. Evil. I was going to say Calvin Bassey. I've said Bassey now. I, I just think, uh, I think Arebo, just because of what he was able to f- do for Rangers, he could play as a centre midfielder, he could play as an attacking midfielder, he could play as a wide forward, he could play as a central forward. I think he just fills in so many gaps. Calvin Bassey what, what was class, but I think... <laughs> I was just saying, the case for Calvin Bassey is that for the last few months of that season, he looked like one of the best players in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. I really believe that. Uh, bounded up left, played up two two hours, played two hours in four days twice. And still and looking like bombing up the left and making me a stress runner. Uh, yeah, so uh, and and Wild. The, the huge thing they'll 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 really miss Bassey when they when they if they get anywhere in Europe, mm-hmm. not have been able because he allowed them. Rangers were able to actually kind of suffocate better teams than them simply because they're Bassey. They could really push forward, and if they don't have Bassey, they they're going to have to sit more, yeah. which will affect how they're able to play against these European teams. So yeah, you can you can keep your you can keep your versatile midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, yeah, so I already brought up uh, Third Ice Kamaru. If anybody else, that's a Kaj, maybe. Kaj, Kaj, there's kind of guys like Kaj yeah. and Zukowski who you just kind of think, ah, you're just who was that no, guy they signed? Zukowski. Yeah, so no, he's, I think so. I think he's been injured, so I think he'll be. Oh, yeah, he'll actually get a d- d- back up to James Savage, but it's yeah. more like like Glenn Middle. Ah, I, yeah, mean, I mean, no, he's not on thin ice. He's, 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 he's nope, everyone's he's, forgot you're there. He's he's not me considered on ice. Uh, yeah. He's back in the he's back in the log cabin with a hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> not even the nice sort of chocolate. Yeah, he's, not yeah, yeah, he's, he's just in a different country. It's much warm. <laughs> right, Ross County. No, I, I, I just think have no the, idea, man. No, like, I don't know. I've, I've, looked, I've, 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 I've they, looked at like three or four of their. I've, I think I've looked at fact. I might have looked at like five of their players, and I've still like there's still so many of them. I'm like, fuck, I don't know about these other guys. The, Ross County are perhaps one of the teams I'm most excited about, just because two, they've been so. Uh, their the recruitment has been very interesting because last season they signed a lot of players on loan, and I think um, there was there was a reason for that. I think. Um, 
just maybe it took them time to get the like recruitment in place. But now they've actually signed permanently. They've went to Canada. They've signed two brothers who have different names, which confused me, uh, but who seem very, very good. And they've looked into England and then they still had that, that loan loan market and they just seem to add a lot of attacking pace creativity in Jan Dando I think he's a, a massive coup uh, so yeah I think they, they could be a really I've exciting got, I've got Jan Dando he's um, he does remind me a bit of Harry Payton mm. uh, and that he's a kind of a, a neat and tidy like attacking midfielder who's got really good technique and, and keeps the ball very well but doesn't really score an awful lot but I think he's more creative than Harry yeah, Payton and, so. and definitely a better player he's played at a higher level he played I mean he didn't play regularly, but he played enough games for Swansea in the championships to suggest what you said that is quite a coup getting him in. And they're just, yeah, just a very technically excellent footballer overall. I think as he was, he was the most obvious one for me. And then Victor Latoury, this uh, the midfielder they signed uh, from I think uh, Calgary or uh, the Canadian midfielder comes with good pedigree and he Cavalry looks, FC Cavalry sorry but I think they do play in Cavalry uh, he looks like he could replace Tilson or be a really good uh, foil for Tilson at the base of midfield however I went for their loanee from Southampton Kazim Oliegbe I've not seen him he is you think he scored a couple of goals against East Fife and he just looks a, a, a bundle of energy who will be be pretty exciting I think Ross County are going to be like you said you were saying this off air Joe that you're excited about okay, Malcolm McKay is a pretty attacking manager he's got access to players that they wouldn't normally mm. they, like you say They've, some of them are a bit left field so I think you're going to get a, a fun team because you're worried about Ross County maybe dropping, but there's enough shit in this league where I imagine. I actually don't think they'll would. drop. I think they'll get top six. Oh, I, think they, I think they'll be pushing for tops. I think they are uh, looking at it, and this is this is going by very little of red. Well, with what I've read and very little I've seen, that they are a better squad this season. I think they'll be defensively better, which is massive because only Dundee conceded more goals than goals than them last season. I think the shame. I thought you would love that Purrington uh, being journalist. I do like him. The amount of puns you can get. It, out it's of that. a terrible. It's a terrible name for a footballer. I would say. Well, it's fair to be a F one driver. It just kind of sounds. It just really sounds like a rubbish English journeyman name. Yeah. But it is. Um, but I did quite like the look of him. So uh, I wouldn't say he's bad. But no, if you want to pick him as best signing, he was he was decent. I'm not kind of blanking. Thank you. I, I, don't, I don't know. So I'm just, thank you. <laughs> I'm blanking at what he was good at. Hang on, let me look. Read my Ben Purrington notes. Um, what have we got? Good size for a fullback, good strength, really nice touch, plays with a degree of composure, good defensive duels, good aerial ability. Composure is huge for a fullback. Likes to get forward and ta- attack the opposition box and gets a, a high amount of shots off as well. You've seen the ball so much now. Yeah, because you forget that because like, you always think about fullbacks, you care about um, overlapping, crossing, maybe being hard in the tackle. But I think you're right, they, they get on the ball so often now that having a good touch and being composed and like knowing when to recycle it that mm. as well actually becomes like a huge part of their game. So for worst signing, I've gone for George Harmon because he was signed beforehand uh, as, a, as a left back as well and he came from the sixth tier of English football. Oh yeah, that's the one, yeah. I quite like the look of some things he did in terms of attacking wise, but even in the sixth tier of English football, there were some gaping holes in his game. So I don't think he's going to um, be a hit in the Scottish top flight. I think, he's, I think he scored a few goals uh, in, in the League Cup, but I just went for Jordi Hawula because uh, I think Doncaster fans were very, very down on him. However, I'd equally, I'd like him to be really good just to um, get up Doncaster fans. But then I'll give them to go, oh, no, yeah, Scottish yeah, football yeah, yeah. is terrible. The, the opposite, it's the opposite yeah. one. It's always, it's hard work. It's hard work, the Twitter sphere. Try to work out what you want to happen. 
Yeah, I wasn't sure on him. He does have a strong burst of pace, but he's a bit older now as well. Are you so. going to hurry up and be contrarian and say that the biggest loss isn't Regan Charles Cook and it's someone else? Fella, it's Joseph Ungo. Yeah, we can crack on. <laughs> Joseph Ungo, better player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Regan do. Charles Cook had the purple patch. Oh, yeah. But still, that purple patch will be missed. <laughs> well, it'll be. So, Ungo will be missed as uh, well. Yeah. Are you guys going for Charles Cook there to take it? Yeah, well, just 13 goals. I love Yeah. Go. Player on Sir Ice. Connor Randall. Shite. <laughs> I, went for, I went for somebody who's already submerged, like Alex Samuel. I forgot he was still there. Oh, yeah. I went for Dominic Samuel. Oh, yeah. I think it, I still think make games, but you just look at the amount of attackers they've signed. Yeah. And yeah, Jordan, 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 White, than Jordan White as well. Right, St. Johnson. Only got two games, two teams to go. St. Johnson, uh, <laughs> the most, yeah, the, the club definitely most favourite to be the Premier Banter side in this year's top flight. The uh, towards the uh, end of Tommy Wright's uh, spell, he was very, very keen to get the averages down. Now this summer, Callum Davidge has got right. Let's get it back up to where it should belong. Thirty-three average age. That's been said. I reckon their best enemy, Graham Carey. That's what I think. I, I, I don't even think Graham Carey would be that good, but. A good, so decent just a set piece. Left, left foot. Uh, yeah, a one. He'll bang in a few goals. Come on, guys. The answer is Andy fucking Considine. There was he put up something. He put up a story on Instagram. There uh, was it yesterday or something, and it was just a picture of uh, Starbucks, and it was like uh, badly needed for this commute. And I'm thinking you're already regretting going to the <laughs> Johnson, aren't you? <laughs> well, that's that's maybe a point. <laughs> Uh, that's something I did not consider before. I'm not sure I like any of their signings because even like uh, yeah, I don't. Even though like Dre, like, even though Dre Wright done relatively well there in the past, they need numbers for forward play. They've got loads of foreign players who, I'm um, sorry, forward players who can maybe look decent and link the play a bit, and Dre Wright will work hard and all that. But they need someone to come in and who actually has very much end product. And Dre Wright is like the least end product you're possibly going to get from a, I think a had, forward player. I think he had one assist during his, his really productive loan space to spell at St. Johnson when he uh, first went Jay Murphy, I mean, he, he's, he's extremely talented. He, he can do things that don't make sense, like when he goes past people despite not doing moving. Uh, <laughs> and so, I mean, and, and that's great, but Jay Murphy will be injured the vast majority of the season. Everyone knows that. Ryan McGowan um, laughs at himself, he's so shite. And then uh, Andrew Considine um, is, 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 is quite possibly finished. We don't know about that yet. And Adam Montgomery is a Yonosaurus. So there we go, Graham Carey. There you go, that's St Johnston signings. <laughs> Who have we gone for worst? I've, uh, Any so name, pick your people. <laughs> I went for Adam Montgomery. I think the, the worst thing, the last thing St Johnston did this season is an old firm lorry. Who think you can take the iron of all the fans? Everyone does. If it goes wrong at your team, you've got an old firm lorry. Yeah, go for him, he's a dick. <laughs> he, he gives me massive Calvin Miller vibes. Uh, yeah, aye, or... Or Tony Ralston before he became Tony Ralston. Darnell, Maybe I don't go over Darnell Celtic. Fucking amazing. Dar- <laughs> Darnell Fisher was he on loan from Celtic? Yeah. Is it Johnson? Aye, aye. They've got history with signing. They, aye, they've got a huge history with signing Celtic fullbacks, and none of them were, were any good for St Johnson. Really, Fisher was all right. Right, uh, player on the side. <laughs> big, I mean, uh, biggest departure. Is, uh, oh, sorry. It's Carl Hendry. No, Xander Clark, they've still only got one goalkeeper in oh. Elliot LA Parish. Oh. We're four days or five days away from the start of the season. Yeah, you're right, actually. I actually went for him at this moment. In time. I went for Sean Rooney because at least Sean Rooney gave the fans some hope. 
Carl Hendry pretty much kept him up last season. So I think that's a decent shirt. Well, I mean, Xander Clark played a big role in that. He did, uh, yeah. You're right. Xander Clark is probably the best answer there. Player on third ice. How many do you want to pick for here? Ali I've, Crawford, Cammy McPherson. I've gone for I've gone for Dan Cleary. Yeah, I was going to say Dan Cleary. Got sent off for punch. I think punching someone, and uh, also he compared. Um, Novak Djokovic to Muhammad Ali. Uh, Novak, oh, yeah. no, Novak Djokovic's uh, refusal to, refusal to take a vaccine to Muhammad Ali's refusal to go to the Vietnam War. My goodness! Well, I love it that Johnson Johnson fans are now like uh, you know they're starved because Theo Bear is becoming like more and more of this guy that's going to be fucking brilliant for them. He's not. He's not. <laughs> Right. Oh man, imagine being a St. John's fan this season. Deary, deary me. And last, but. And, and, oh, sorry. Possibly least. <laughs> last and very possibly <laughs> least at the end of the season. St. Mirren. Best. I have gone for. Uh, it's a terrible name for a footballer, but I've gone for Ryan Strain. Why? He's looked or he's apparently looked alright so far, and I mm. quite like the look of him um, uh, when I, I did the the scouting. He's, thing a, he's on him. fullback, isn't he? Yeah, but he's somebody that likes to get forward very much in the mould of a kind of Richard Tate. Who they also have. the position they need to solve. Aye, right. but you know that Stephen Robinson's is going to drop Richard Tate, so because uh, um, that's what he does. It's I've, like I've got a lot of work to do this week because these some of these signs are like who on the fucking god's green earth are you? <laughs> I've, I've gone for I've, a wee wise scout session on a Thursday night or something. I've gone for and I'm planning to watch him tomorrow. Keanu Bacchus because he came with a good pred. I think uh, when cool he's, name as well. Yeah, cool name. And when he left, I'm guessing it'll be. Um, Central Coast Mariners because that's all the players seem to be moving. I fucking only like, do sign players for the A League now. Like Dundee United signing that goalie for the A League. Central it's, Coast Mariners. Uh, I, said, I was like, ah, like you had those best saying, but like I watched the pictures of him and like glues to his line, and when he comes out, he flaps at crosses. That's things that happen in Scottish football all the time. <laughs> and he had the, there was a shot there again. I should. I guess unfair that I watched. Goals conceded. I, I, I just wanted to slag him. That was really all. I don't know why he's okay. some shite. I, I, don't, I don't know anything about this guy before, so I'd like to remove him from my Dundee United best side. Go for uh, Craig Supple instead. <laughs> just because, and then, and then there was a guy, guy took a shot and he just got in the way with it and went right through the middle of the goal. And I was like, this is looking good. But he might be all right. And maybe if I looked at his shot saved, I'd be here telling you how fucking good he is. But, uh, so it was unfair, but I had a laugh. Only had so much time. Um, <laughs> So, but I, it's like this fascination with the, with the A-League now. I, I, I get it for some because I know that the Aussie League's quite fast-paced and they're a lot of fit players. And it's looked okay so far and they could have dealt, well, last season, what was it, two players? Aye. Definitely not considered as anybody else. Uh, but now there's like 10. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think just, I think it's useful because obviously the language, the culture, the kind of mm. the culture as Probably well. Like drinking as well. <laughs> yeah, <that's> essentially. <laughs> and if you need this, as much of a work permit as you do for somebody from... Poland now as you uh, do for somebody in Australia may as well just go to Australia yeah. I don't know I'd, I'd go wherever the good player is <laughs> that's me though I'm old fashioned but that, again aye, that kind of buys into the fact that you don't have to worry about the culture as uh, much and the fact that there's a few Aussies over here as uh, Simon Hill the league commentator uh, told me that Aussies do travel better when they there is other Aussies yeah, because they they're like they're like Brits, they're dicks yeah so they they don't they don't want to get involved in other people's culture they're not they're all people they want to go to the pub and they want to say pretty nasty things <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say some pretty shocking things about different races, yeah. different sexualities, yeah. and women. Yeah, so not to, not, not to stereotype all Australians. <laughs> yeah. That's just my experience yeah. from being Australian. I lived twice. there for a year, um, and there was a bit of that. Uh, my, my uncle lives there. He is uh, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Are we going to best send Mark O'Hara? Because, oh, sorry, St. Mirren. News are fucked. <laughs> News are fucked. Thin ice, Curtis Main. Um, biggest miss, Conor McCarthy. Uh, biggest miss, Conor Ronan. Oh, for, for, me of all people. <laughs> I know. Conor Ronan. Uh, we missed it worse than though. Um, uh, toy, them. toy will say... Oli Sana. Oli Siana. I was pronouncing it I'll earlier. I'll meet you down Louisiana. Oli Siana. Oli Siana. Toyo say Oli There's already a thread of him on uh, the black and white army asking if he's... To be fair, most of the posters are saying, no, don't be ridiculous, it's early days, why would you do this? Um, but <laughs> it, it did say, is he the worst signing in our history? Or the worst player <laughs> to play for us in our history? <laughs> And to be fair, while, while most fans were rightly saying, well, this is ridiculous after such a couple of games, there was still a couple of people going, to be fair, he does look absolutely garbage. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for... On paper, I think he sh- should be a good side, and I'd imagine he will be, but there's just something that just just about Declan Gallagher's regression. He was mm. sorry that Motherwell and Aberdeen, it just didn't, didn't work for him. Maybe because it was paired like David Bates, but then he's moved to... I think Gallagher will be alright Him alongside Joe Shaughnessy The fact he plays Surely Stephen, I wonder Stephen Robinson Knows his game and stuff yeah. But if the Has he had a good game Since Serbia <laughs> he's, <laughs> no. but he's, he's one of those players If St Mirren having a bad season That naturally just I think he becomes a target Yeah Quite possibly Well he's the big man He's a leader He's yeah. one that we, we all know and, and you know the level He can play at So um, Oh it's going to be good eh yeah, good luck. Uh, I was, finally watched a video of St Mirren fans at Airdrie and they were booing, well, not booing the team off, they were just abusing the team off the pitch because they came across as uh, to clap and it was just like, tell them to fuck off, you shite bags. And uh, it was just caught at the end and it, Stephen Robinson was, uh, he just he didn't seem best pleased and he was like pointing to the badge. <laughs> league, league, the League Cup groups are going to give us uh, teams getting booed onto the pitch on the opening day of the season. That's what the League Cup gets, are going to do. Teams are oh, going to get fine. booed onto the pitch. Um, so, Lee Johnson, you might not like it, but this is how we do it up here, and it's fucking hilarious. All you, all you needed to do was come through a group which included Greenock Morton, Falkirk, <laughs> yeah. Clyde, and Bonnie Rig Rose. <laughs> Swiping out the fucking SFA. It's not even the right thing, it was SPFL, but come on, crack on. <laughs> <laughs> he also said as well that they should do this thing, and then uh, George Francis, who used to work for... Patrick Thistle was, was quite vocal on Twitter yeah. saying that's pish. Every club gets a list of players before every game yeah. in terms of who's suspended. Just don't talk, don't just talk don't about do, it. Yeah, play just down, yeah, play, play it down, down the now. Yeah, just stop just, making headlines, man. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're really disappointed. We should have done better. We need to fix it before the league. Absolutely. That's it. And then we can start being like that later on when you've got your feet under, feet under the table a bit. But don't worry. I'm still going to Perth on Saturday and I'm going so positive. It just make me... If, I, if we, two work permits coming in, a new signing Uruguay and half comes in, I'll be buzzing. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I reckon it'll go one of, two, uh, one of two ways. You'll get to Perth and you realise it's a fucking trek to the ground and you'll just stay in the pub. <laughs> or alternatively, you will be leaving at about 3.58 you'll, you'll stay for 30 minutes second half and you're like nah just, let's just go just fucking uh, just wait until the team sheet to come through that's always a bit excitement excitement like the, I've never seen even though he actually played well that semi-final against Hearts when it came through that Scott was at there'd been so much rumours about Scott starting and when it came through the pub was fucking furious <laughs> 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 it was his best game for us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought he's got a hat trick on the last day, but it didn't matter anymore. Nah, like, no, the that was a terrible. That was still a terrible hat trick, though. Um, player, uh, we still, we still done the uh, player on Sunday. It's been oh, 
all of them. Uh, Even uh, Robinson. Ryan Flynn. He's not yeah, really had much of looking. Yeah, he was one that uh, caught He's my eye. He's one of those pretend players everyone thinks is good. You're you're told is good for ages and they're not. Just just dependable, reliable. Just how you don't want to be described as a football player. And, uh, <laughs> I would say Curtis Main, but the fact that Stephen Robinson's his yeah. boss again. Maybe. I, was, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking maybe... The ice is maybe thick. Jay Henderson, he, I think he's a good, a really good prospect, but he's had two sub-appearances in the Premier Sports Cup. That's about it so far. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a bit worrying. Mm. Right, before we wrap it up, we did ask on Twitter, and this is something oh, yeah. we're, we're going to be doing uh, quite a bit more this season. Is it? So for anybody who listens to the show, especially people who listen to us regularly and follow us on Twitter, please to try and... Uh, myself and, and Robert Borthwick sat, sat down. It wasn't like a proper meeting. We were in the pub and the conversation came up and he um, had some ideas for how to, to grow our followers on Twitter and to help expand the podcast. Because we could pay money by going to Facebook uh, or going to Twitter and getting sponsored posts and stuff. But why give money to those horrible companies when we give money to charity instead? So we're going to be doing a lot of this where we're asking for you guys to, to quote tweet something we've sent out and to, to give us your best responses and then we'll pick uh, the best response or, or a response at random and uh, give a £50 to a charity of their choice. And we'll be doing that, uh, yeah, quite a few times throughout the season. So the first one... I would rather just a £50, please, Greg. <laughs> oh, That's how we get more followers. We give 50 quid a week every week. We'll get fucking shitloads. That's the charity. Just give it to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but people... The quantities will go through the fucking roof, mate. I don't know if there's anything, I don't know if there's anything we have to do in terms of... Uh, well, like, licensing if we're uh, going like, to basically start being uh, what doing a weekly competition, gambling. We do a weekly competition. That's just something we can do. We'll, we'll, we'll research that. We're not a proper company. Aye, somebody. One of the guys. One of the guys in the Discord. If you know the answer to that, please tell us. Is there anything? Yeah. Do we have to? What What does Ben Shepherd have to do every week to be allowed to do competitions? <laughs> right. So first one, fifty pound a charity of your choice. We asked you to please quote tweet. Uh, with a post of what you're most excited about ahead of this season. Guys, what were the best ones that caught your eye before we decide together who I've gets a £50 for the charity of I've choice? I've got two here. Uh, the buzz, uh, Connell Tracy, at Connell G yeah, Tracy. The buzz I will feel buying into all Stephen Glass's ideas for the club <laughs> when he is appointed the third new manager of Hibs this season in February. That is good. That is, uh, I, I did laugh at that because yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah, yeah. somehow being convinced. This one, I, mean, I really feel so. This is this is at Perthshire Mags, and so being optimistic, uh, you, you 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 set you up for a, set yourself up for a fall. Melker Halberg, David Wotherspoon, Theo Bear, oh, yeah. and Graham Carey playing in the same lineup. That is genuinely pretty promising. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I mean, I really. I mean, Motherspoon might I be like coming. Yeah, Motherspoon's like been going to be good. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe Motherspoon's been going to come and save the day. <laughs> I did. Uh, I like Tony's one. Uh, that one, I uh, was wild to be. Um, I did have uh, from at Forever Well watching Motherwell lose ninety percent of our yep. games, but still somehow finishing the top six. That was quite good. Uh, Dan Smith, friend of the show, uh, he said Paul McGowan's new hairstyle making an appearance. That doesn't look doesn't look promising so far. It, it's got to be better than what was there no, before. No, no, it's not. Mm. It's, it's not. not. It's just it's just the same thing, but slightly shorter and gr- and greyer. <laughs> yeah, just shave <laughs> off, mate. Just have to do it. We all have to do it. You just have to. You either pay for it to be sorted, or you fucking shave By it. By the way, is anybody seen Grant Gillespie? I don't know. If that, I think this might be talked to the show before, but yes, I, I yes. saw him for the first time. Like ex-Aggies. Yes, a wonderful head of hair, which fucking is fucking hell. Um, so that's been done by Lee Miller. 
That's that's what Lee Miller does as a hairdresser now. So it's like a, I don't know what the, what the procedure's called, but it's, it's, it's like a toupee or like a wig. Oh, is it? Yeah. So it's not even a hair transplant? No, it's not hair. Not 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 like he's not got the turkey to get it. Right, okay. Okay. <laughs> Everyone goes now, new teeth and new hair, it's all about going to turkey. But he, he, he genuinely looks about 15 years younger. He does, so he, he, looks, he looks fantastic. So f- fair play to him. Yeah, fair play. Um, and... A, a different one at, at the other end of the spectrum for that. Just uh, at Scroobs. No, the different one for the spectrum for that other St. Johnson one you ran right. out. Uh, at Dave St. John. As a St. Johnson fan, the fact that I still have six days before the season starts. So <laughs> I've got guy. two Sky Sports, well, at Slimmer Guy, Sky Sports not to show their full quota of games again, which will happen because they've not done it in the last two seasons. And uh, this was this was too earnest. This was something that we. Uh, <laughs> yeah, too earnest. Too people enjoy themselves too much. It was. Uh, <laughs> Ticking off more grounds, visiting local pubs and towns across the country and absorbing as much action across all the Scottish leagues as possible. Brilliant. I think we can all get on board with that, but yeah. that's not in the spirit of what we're looking for. <laughs> so we're going for the Hibs fan with the Stephen Glass. I think so. I think that yeah. was a good bet. It was the most inventive one, yeah. I would say. Who is that by? And Connell that Tracy. By Connell Tracy at Connell G Tracy. Congratulations, Connell. I'll be in touch to ask which charity of a choice you would like us to donate the money to. <laughs> He's away forming a charity. <laughs> <laughs> Coral Tracy in need. <laughs> right, that'll do us for he'll the sort of money. He'll be sorting food for Josh Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in a food bag, and that really is not nice. But hey, that means I can joke about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> can't joke about it. These, 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 these days, these days you get thrown in jail for saying people didn't have I'm, any money and yeah. need food for a food bag. <laughs> I've got friends that use food bags. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, sorry. Oh, you know what? No, you have right. having a laugh, Joel. <laughs> oh no! I think he was meaning that. Uh, I've got friends. I've, I can say it because I've got friends. Oh, that yeah, use yeah. oh yeah, yeah, I get you now. Right, sorry, sorry. All my friends say use food bank. Right. Uh, my mum's a food bank. Right, uh, that'll do us. Thank you very much for listening to the, the first episode of the new season. We hope you thoroughly enjoyed that. Jesus Christ, hour and a half of, of content. And uh, if you think that was long, just wait to see what Telford and Sean caught on Thursday. <laughs> listen to the guys then and also make sure to check out the Patreon there will be previews for every single Scottish Premiership club there's four that have gone online already including an extra bonus one about uh, it was basically a kind of almost a redo of the Motherwell one because Chris Jack was too positive uh, a day before they played Sligo Rovers and then mm. Graham had to come on and just basically say <laughs> the, world, the world is burning <laughs> Um, and we've also we've already done Hearts, Celtic, and Dundee United as well. So the other eight teams will be going up later this yeah, week. I'm doing I'm doing Hibs tomorrow with uh, Gary Cocker. Yes. Going to be hosting me to do that. Don't uh, like that. Uh, I just wanted the night off, man. No, 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 no. But you're just a bit Gary because he's going to get too involved in it because Dundee are shit. Uh, and I always have been, so I think he's going to gain too much enjoyment out of uh, of taking part in this. Then that was also because he'll abuse his position, is what I mean. Yes, because also Dundee. He's like I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, true. Dundee have won four games. They've they won all their Premier Sports Cup games, so he'll be he'll, he'll be flying. And that is <laughs> that as always with Gary Cocker. He's already down to earth with a bang very soon. He's already booked the Scottish Cup final off work <laughs> and made sure he's got um, someone looking after his child. So, if you'd like to listen to that, it's patreon.com forward slash Terrace Podcast. The Twitter is at Terrace Podcast, and I think that's pretty much it. Tony, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Joel. Goodbye. And I'm Craig Fowler saying goodbye, and bloody hell, Fitboss back! Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.